Welcome to the Fierce Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Hayley Maxwell, brand clarity and messaging coach, copywriter, ferocious ice cream eater and leopard print lover. If you're ready to harness the incredible brand building power of words so you can become memorable, meaningful and the only real choice for your dream clients, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 18 of the Fierce Impact podcast. How the devil are you? I hope all is well in your world. Mine's pretty good, to be honest. The sun is shining and that is always a good day, right? It's always a good day in my books, that's for sure. So today I want to talk about three common myths that are thrown around when it comes to differentiating your brand. And differentiation is really the process, the means by which you set yourself apart from your competition. And over the years, when I've talked to clients and when I've had conversations with other business owners, there have been three myths that have repeatedly come up. So I want to share these with you today because it's so important for us to consider how we are going to stand out and how we can become more memorable. So let's not waste any time. Let's crack into it. Number one, myth number one is that you need to have a completely unique or innovative service or offer. Okay, so let's tackle this one because it's completely false. The reality is for the majority of us who are solo service providers or personal brands, so coaches, consultants, subject matter experts, there's little in the way of service innovation. And what I mean by this is we all typically offer similar services to our competitors. The deliverables being offered up are typically very similar. So website copywriters all offer website copy, sales coaches help you to improve sales skills, sales mindset and increase sales, virtual assistants support you to take care of administrative and business tasks. So even though within an industry we might offer very similar services, that's okay. Sure, if you're delivering a unique service, then that's awesome, that's, that's great. But the service doesn't need to be completely unique or innovative. Instead, as a personal brand or solo service provider, your point of difference lies in your positioning, your qualities, talents and expertise, your message, your processes and the experience you offer. And it's the combination of all these elements that is how you differentiate yourself from your competitors, how you stand out among the clutter to capture the attention and interest of your ideal client and not any client, but your ideal client. So it's less to do with having an innovative service and it's more to do with how you carve out a unique place in your ideal client's minds so you get remembered and picked. 
Okay, so number two is that you need to be an extrovert. Womp womp. As a solo service provider or a personal brand, differentiating yourself so you stand out from the crowd isn't anything to do with being extroverted or introverted. And it's not about being louder or brighter than anyone else unless your extroverted personality and bright colors is actually part of your differentiation strategy. So what it's actually about is being true to who you are. It's about leaning unapologetically into your personality, your values, your purpose, your skills and experience. It's about understanding and drawing upon your strengths and being able to align them with the goals, desires and transformation your ideal client has. It's about communicating your unique blend of qualities clearly based on what your ideal clients need so they can understand why you are the right choice for them and so they can imagine themselves working with you. And when they start to imagine themselves working with you, that's when you start to move into what I call the only territory. And that is when you start to become the only real choice, the only person that they want to work with when it comes to your particular area of expertise. And they can only do this by getting to know you and your unique qualities so they can decide whether you are the kind of person they are looking for. So lean into what makes you, you, and don't worry about the pressure that you might feel about needing to be an extrovert because that is completely false. And number three, the third myth about differentiating yourself is that if you narrow your audience or narrow your niche, it means you will get less business. And this is probably one of the most common myths I hear. It's one of the most often raised concerns that clients or the people I'm talking to worry about. They worry that if their focus becomes too narrow, they will essentially cut off a whole pool of paying clients. But here's the thing, the opposite is actually true. Because when you when you sit down and logically, not emotionally, think about the number of clients you need to generate the profit that you want within your service business, it will be a relatively small number of clients. So the first thing is when you narrow your focus, it's incredibly likely that there are more than enough potential clients within that niche or within that narrow target audience. So there are plenty of fish for you, even if you narrow down. The second thing is the reason why narrowing your audience, narrowing your niche and your area of expertise helps you rather than hinders you is that you are able to highly target your messaging to those specific people. 
So the message that you share becomes highly relevant. It becomes highly meaningful to them. It becomes potent. You end up with a more potent message and that is going to capture their attention, it's going to spark interest and it's going to make you more memorable to them. The wider your niche and the more disparate your services are that you offer, the wider your target audience, the more diluted your message becomes, the more generic it becomes. And a further reason, and I'll demonstrate this with an example, is that the wider you go, the harder it is to carve out a memorable space in your ideal client's mind. The harder it will be to become known for anything specific or to get known as an expert at what you do. And that makes it infinitely harder to get picked. So if you were, say, a virtual assistant and you wanted help to grow your business, would you be more likely to choose a business coach for service providers or a business coach who specializes in helping virtual assistants to grow their business. And obviously, this is a very broad strokes example, because there are other factors like personality, etc, that come into it. But specialization and narrowing our focus can play a huge role in helping us to differentiate ourselves, helping us to stand out from the crowd, helping us to stand out to our ideal clients, helping us to get chosen, which is why narrowing your focus, simplifying, doubling down on one core area of expertise, putting all your energy into that, doing a really bloody good job and getting known for it before expanding, if in fact you do want to expand, is one of the most powerful ways you can stand out. And the confidence that comes with having having a narrow target audience and being obsessed about understanding them and having a single specific niche or specialism means you get to know it inside out. So you get to know your specialism, your niche inside out. And this gives you a massive competitive advantage because you're able to start talking about your topic with authority. You're able to start developing your own thought leadership on your topic. And so all of that helps to position you in an expert light and will help you to grow your business in a far easier and more profitable way. And I want to talk quickly about Marty Neumeyer, who is the author of the books Brand Gap and Zag and a whole other variety of brand-based books. And in Zag, he talks about clutter being your biggest competition. Because there is so much clutter in the marketplace, it makes it incredibly hard to capture attention and for our clients to remember anything. Now, the book Zag was written in 2007. And so what do you think has happened since then? The clutter, your real competition, has only got worse, right? So as Martin Neumeyer says, we live in a world of more. And he talks about that being more messages, more features, more services, more competing channels, and more elements per message. 
and what happens when we are being bombarded with the huge number of our messages that our brain receives every day is that we don't take those messages in. We actually start blocking messages out. So the more we can simplify, the deeper we can go instead of wider with our niche, with our audience, the more likely it is that we will be able to break through the clutter because our messages, our services are wildly relevant to our ideal clients. And so that helps us to differentiate ourselves so we can more effectively cut through the noise. And so that's it for today's episode. I'd love to know your thoughts on these myths. Are there others that you would add to this basket? Come on over to Instagram and let me know what you thought. You can find me at Hayley Maxwell Writes. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode and want easy access to my episodes when they drop, then please follow or subscribe to this podcast in your favourite podcast player. And until next time, go forth and be fierce.